Hey there. Thanks for listening to the Trophy Husbands podcast. Make sure you look us up on Instagram at Trophy Husbands Pod and be sure to send in your recommendations and your requests for our Trophyist Husband competition. Enjoy the episode. We're off to a horrible start. <laughs> Actually, Sam has definitely started an episode more horribly than this. And he's done it repeatedly. So <laughs> We're always off to a horrible start. You know what? That's the thing. is We're really good at horrible starts. That's yeah. true. <laughs> so I was, I was at uh, Adoration this morning. Um, I went to St. George's. And, um, it was nice. Uh, I kind of just like did Bible roulette. I know James, you don't like Bible roulette, but yeah, I, I opened don't like it Bible up. <laughs> I opened it up to Tobit, and Tobit is just like such a wonderful story. It's so weird. It's like it's weird. It's, it's like weird. I was good and holy, and then I sat outside the okay, wall, to, and then not, a bird. Not to fully eye, hijack your the intro you tried to get into here so immediately, but uh, sometimes the Bible. It's like I feel like it's trying to make me not read it. I'm, like, trying to pray with it, and it's like, oh, you're trying to pray? <laughs> How about I just talk about a bird shitting in a guy's eye for, like, f- ten pages? <laughs> <laughs> How about I make a really sexually explicit metaphor about Israel's unfaithfulness while you're trying to meditate? <laughs> it's your fault for coming here. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Some of those actually make me go, oh, God, I need to go pray. But sometimes I'm like, I was focused. I was not distracted. I wasn't actively thinking about how weird this is. But now I am. And now I'm just, <laughs> yeah, just. Anyways, you were saying you were you were playing Bible roulette. I was playing Bible roulette. And like, I've already read Tobit before. But this time it's just like a. a like i just kind of landed in the middle of like in the middle of chapter six where he like uh the archangel tells him to go out to meet sarah and to take her as his wife and it's just like he talks about it and this one line stood out to me and i thought maybe we could each take a turn and just maybe affirm well you guys can affirm your your wives and i can affirm Kate, but it, the the one verse it says, when Tobit heard these things, he fell in love with her and yearned deeply for her. Oof, right? And Yearn, it was just yearning. like, it was just like, oh, like, and and so my question then is, what is something that like your wives have done um, that have made you guys yearn for them or fall deeper in love with them? Could be a risky question, Sam. <laughs> could be could be if you want to bring it there <laughs> i don't i don't i just want to make now the comment we all know that whatever you say <laughs> right. what you really right. wanted to say went unsaid <laughs> was not the first thing that came I'm just to mind be thinking, like whatever you say you could be like 
she did that's the funny. laundry last week without me asking and i can be like all right that's like a euphemism for something and i don't know what <laughs> it's like she's so funny i'm like what does he mean by that uh, <laughs> oh goodness i like that i like that marie and i are able to have like mm. debates and arguments that are just interesting like we just talk about really interesting things and um she's always got like a cool idea i feel like all of my not all of my but a lot of my like strong opinions have been tempered or matured mm. through interesting conversations that marie and i have had mm. um i'll say that i i kind of thought of two things one um christian is christian's just like really goofy um and she's just so easy to have fun with um and I think we were talking about that like recently on an episode of just like would you rather be with someone like <clears throat> smart or funny yeah and I'm not saying she's not smart but she is just so fun and funny which is why I picked that one mm. um and the other one that I wanted to say was just like she just thinks I'm so cool like she thinks I'm so much cooler than I am and <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I don't know it's nice like she is genuinely my biggest fan and like mm. I, yeah I I hope that that fog is never lifted from her eyes <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that's, that's good <laughs> yeah I'd say for, I'd say for me like lately lately it's just been like Kate's laugh her laugh is just like it like hits hits my heart and i'm like oh i love you every time she laughs and she has such a great laugh yeah yeah do her laugh like give us an impression <laughs> i couldn't is that it that's kate's I, laugh i think that there's a, a there's something to be said that all of our wives and or fiancés um are just funny people like i'm genuinely entertained a lot of the time by both Kristen and what Kate. what 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 does it say <laughs> and my wife you said there's something to be said <laughs> yeah. so what what does it say oh that, oh, that was that the was thing to be said well i said it we have funny, i said i said something we have that funny. was the thing that was the thing that and it is that there's something to be said <laughs> we are with <laughs> funny people <clears throat> And that is, that is, that is the thing that is to be said. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I, I, no, I kind of, this intro to this episode was just kind of like, came out of like my prayer time this morning and just like how, yeah, it was like, it's cool to see like where like other parts of the Bibles, it's like a bit more like weird and sexual about like loving <laughs> the wives it's like this one was just like a, a pure and just genuine like yearning for his future spouse and so that was that was really cool um but we're gonna move on to today's topic which is the joy that comes from doing what god like created us to do so like why we are in love with ourselves is what you're saying no but <laughs> Why? Why was that the first thing that came to mind? 
I just, just I'm trying to trying to improve your intro. Oh, you know, we're, okay. we're here to help each other, you know, grow in our transitions. <laughs> I think some you of, killed we, my some transition. Of us are here for that. <laughs> some of us walked into this podcast knowing how to transition but yes we've come we've come to learn from the self-proclaimed master of transitioning <laughs> uh, but yeah so like when we do the things that like that like god has like given us talents and gifts and just like a natural like like a just natural like aptitude for um, I feel like it gives us just so much joy and just like peace to be doing those things. I can I can start this one off because this is something that I, I've been thinking about because I feel like the job that I'm in now gives me the opportunity to do what I feel that I'm best at, like all the time, which I love. Um, sit on a couch and um, sit on a, sit on a couch. I actually do much less sitting on a couch these <laughs> days. That's uh, it's a thing of the past, unfortunately. Um, yeah, so <clears throat> I, uh, I've i realized, looking at how I spend my time at work, um, that I, I spend probably 60 or 70% of my time reading or listening to things. <laughs> um, so you sit on chairs now. No, I, I walk. Ah, I pace. Nice. Yeah, I'm a pacer. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Anyway, so I spend all of this time sort of, like, learning things. Um, and then I find what I'm doing with the rest of my time is, like, disseminating that information in conversations or, like, turning it into teaching materials and stuff like that, like, resources and stuff. Um, literally, I feel like that's what that's I do what on podcast. That's what you do <laughs> I just a bunch of stuff of and... your life, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. Like my my coworkers at um, at David's tea in high school always used to make fun of me. They said like James, every sentence that you say begins with. So I was reading an article the other day. <laughs> um, but I but I've come to realize that I, I think that that's something that I, I'm actually really good at is like resource gathering and learning and then like teaching that. Um, doesn't always feel like teaching. Feels often more like conversation. Um, but I think of like the past week and I I probably had like twenty really interesting conversations with people at work just about everything from sabbath to um how to practice the way of jesus to um like healthy relationship to technology like all these things like this is just i spend so much time taking in information and then i'm just like sharing like vomiting it (laughs) um and anyway like i've noticed like i don't know i don't want to like pump myself up too much but I have noticed that like it has an impact on people like I've seen things that I've talked about talked about um, and I like I, honestly I'm not talking about them because I'm trying to sell it I'm talking about it because I'm genuinely excited about it and I've seen other people pick up on that and then then like implement those things into their lives and see like genuine change um, which is really cool I feel like that's like a way that that the Lord uses me um, and it brings me a lot of joy to like you know talk to somebody about like a budgeting app and then here like oh they're using they're using it and it's like having a really great impact on their finances or whatever you know what i mean um so yeah anyway that's just like a thing i've been thinking about and something that i realized does bring me a lot of joy and i want to spend more time doing in the future like so when you say that it brings you a lot of joy how does that like does it elevate you towards god yeah i think it does i do i like i 
I feel like I'm using, uh, or not, not that I'm using, that I'm allowing myself to be used by God in those situations. Mm. Like I, I really do get that sense. Like a lot of the time I end up in conversations where I don't, I don't feel like the words that I'm saying are coming just from my own heart. Like that there is sort of a, a grace at work there. Mm. Um, I think that I have the charism of teaching, like having done the spiritual gifts inventory a couple times. <laughs> like, um, and, and maybe that's what's going on there. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I really do feel like the sense of like unity with the Holy spirit when I'm in those conversations mm-hmm. or even when I'm learning, you know, I just get excited about it. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's so good. <clears throat> yeah. You're, you're in a position, especially where that can be used for ministry as well. Yeah. When, when this, when this topic came to my mind, it was, uh, it's a bit silly because I like... I like it, mine can be still used towards ministry, but for me, it's cooking. I, I like, I found that I have, I don't, and I don't want to like, kind of pump my chest out and just like, have a big ego. But I found that I am able to cook food well, and 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 Kate and people are able to really enjoy it. And and just just this past week, um. We went over to Kate's family's house and, and, and we cooked dinner for her family. And it was just like, it was a real moment for me because her six-year-old brother was just like eating the food and he was going like, mmm, wow. <laughs> and he's like, Sam. What a suck up. <laughs> no, he's like, Sam, I'm saving the chicken for last because it's so good and I want to <laughs> eat it last. And it was just like, to hear a six-year-old who is a picky eater love your food like for me that was just like that was that was one consolation hmm. that like wow this is like this is a good meal i guess and sam second, you've never cooked for me before uh, th- that needs to change i love when I, cooking when i come to ottawa next can i have can we have taco can we have a taco date yeah I'll yes. make. I'll. I. I have the the spices still for the birria tacos. So Ooh. the tacos that made me cry, and that's where I was actually going, is that like I'm. I spent. And I'm pretty sure I already talked about this on the podcast. But I spent four hours, like, like, braising and like, creating this masterpiece, and like, I enjoyed every second of it, but it took four hours, and I made these tacos. Um, and they were, they were like, a, a, they were yeah. transcendental. Or is that how you say that? Transcendental? Trans- transcendental? Yeah. It was like a foretaste of heaven itself. Like I was brought to tears and I was just like, wow. Like if this is this good, how much better is heaven? Like that's like, that's how it elevated did you actually cry i did i like i'm no word of a lie i did and my family was just wow. like looking at me during dinner <laughs> they were like yeah, these are good but you're crying <laughs> and i was like yeah, yeah yeah i went to this restaurant the other day it's called the press gang it's like a, it's a very nice restaurant in halifax and um i got this like it was like a ribeye steak the steak was really good, but um, it came with these like it's called arancini, 
<laughs> if you're Italian and I pronounce that wrong, I apologize to you and your nation. But um, <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like usually fried rice balls, but this was mm. barley, and they, they were like on top of um, like a butternut squash and applewood cheddar puree. Mm. Oh my goodness, it was it was transcendent. Mm. Sam, can can you share with us? This is going to turn into like a full-on like Better Homes and Gardens podcast. Can you share with us your favorite your favorite recipe that you have made up that right I now? Made up. Yeah. It's it's kind of hard because I like take inspiration from I take inspiration from just like a whole bunch of things. And so like one of the one of the things I've like I've looked at recipes about it and I don't follow it to the letter. I just kind of take the bare minimums and the bare yeah the bare minimum the bare necessities the bare necessities that's right um (laughs) is like a a general tau sauce that i put like on different things like i've made it for joe um this summer on like fried chicken i think i I almost kissed him when i ate it (laughs) (laughs) i I, like just last night i put it on on like tofu that I like crisped up um, beforehand. I I put it on salmon. I put it on beef. I put it like you can put it on anything and it tastes amazing. <laughs> and it's so just like what, a go-to are, sauce. Are you gonna share it with the world? Yes. Or are you gonna? So it's like it? so again. I don't measure when I cook. I like well, I measure with my heart, <laughs> but not with uh, not with um actually measuring utensils or cups. equipment cups. measuring cups yeah measuring cups yeah that's that is that is the exact term that's, for yeah it. that's the one yeah yeah um so call me a cooking expert <laughs> <laughs> so it's you, you kind of it's mainly soy sauce so we we go for a, a low sodium soy sauce because otherwise like it is quite salty but it's soy sauce and like quite a bit of it and then you put brown sugar um, and cornstarch in it. And that, when you heat it up uh, in, in your pan of chicken, will kind of like, uh, it will caramelize and glaze everything. Um, yes. And, uh, I love glazes. I know, they're so good. <laughs> and, but then you can add like more stuff to it. You can add like chili flakes if you want more heat or garlic, which I always add. Uh, garlic is just a must. Um, but It is a must. This is a this is an area of passion that I share with you. Mm. I also love cooking, and I I made up a recipe this morning that I want to tell you about because I'm excited about it. Do it because I've been thinking about it for like a week. So <clears throat> I was like, it'd be, I don't like eggs, mm. so I usually struggle when it comes to making brunch because everything mm. brunch is egg related. Right. So um, I had this idea like a week ago to do like a guacamole like mm. base with like a homemade hash brown on top. And then I was like, I I don't know what to put on top because I I feel like what you would usually put is like an egg on top of that, but I I don't like eggs. So I thought about it for a while. And then I was like, okay, why don't I do this like veggie, stir fry, stewed vegetable kind of thing that I had at a a restaurant. Anyway, um, so I cooked up like, I put sweet potatoes, bell pepper and shallots in a cast, in a very hot cast iron pan with no oil or anything just to get it like kind of blistered. Yeah. Um, and then I added beef stock, uh, this like diced chipotle paste that wow. you can get at the grocery store. Yeah. Um, and then some other like chili powder, 
garlic powder um, and let that cook for a little while. Did the guacamole and the hash brown and then I topped it all off with crispy bacon. Mm. Oh my goodness. Mm. It was it was really good. Brave of you to do this in the morning. Yeah, I was just thinking like <laughs> I struggle with brunch because you're making lunch. <laughs> I think is your problem. <laughs> But in the, in the morning, like I just, I'm not hungry, so I don't eat until lunch. But like that's no, I'm, I made incredible. this. Yeah. I made this for like 11:30. Oh, like, okay. right. Marie and I are Sabbathing today, and I slept in and then woke up and made a huge brunch. Oh, good. Yeah. Joe, Joe, what do you think? What do you think is like your God-given gift? We were playing categories. I was gonna make a sarcastic remark, but now the rhythm of the moment is gone. Um, I that might be your God-given <laughs> gift. <laughs> sarcastic remarks. Um, well, I've been thinking about this. Um, I have over the last like few years, I'd say been like discovering a passion for like, just like making stuff. Like I love making Mm. things. Um, and I've pretty frequently been trying to have like, uh, like a pet project. Um, I can't, I, I'm not good with my hands. Um, I cannot, I am not a craftsman, so often it's more of ideas or writing things or, um, yeah. So anyways, but that's been really cool and getting to like, yes, you see that in like our relationship with God, like God is creator and, and gives us a bit of an ability Mm. to create. And it's same thing with like you guys and cook, like when I make, I don't go uh like freestyle in the kitchen but when i find something cool and make it like it's amazing it's so fun um and so yeah i guess i feel like you do it with cocktails joe like probably more than oh i don't know sam if you make cocktails i know that more than me whenever you make cocktail it's like yeah some of the best cocktails that i've had have been made by you yeah that's true I do like that, and I've been experimenting with that a bit more recently as well. Oh, my goodness. Okay, my turn to jump on the food thing. On my honeymoon, we were at a (laughs) restaurant called Repeal Bourbon and Burgers. They're, like, prohibition-themed. They essentially make cocktails almost exclusively bourbon-based, but there's a few others. Burgers, they have, like, two salads, a couple desserts, and, like, that's all they do. And I was like, yeah, close to tears. Just like just a month ago, eating. Mm. I had a cocktail that I've been trying to get the stuff to make. It's called a Waldorf. It's like sort of a mm. Manhattan-y. It's kind of like a Manhattan with absinthe, honestly. Um, and oh my god, it was so good. Anyways, mm. all that to say, um, yeah, like that's been one that I've been working on lately. You know, like I was trying it with stand up. I was writing, like I I made that murder mystery party we did mm-hmm. earlier this year, um, and so mine get really weird because I don't have <laughs> like specific talents. I just get like one idea for a right. thing and try to do it. But I don't know. It's fun. 
but then I'm also so, um, like, focused, like, with my energies when I do them that sometimes it's, like, too much, and then I go, like, too hard, and I go, like, too deep into it, and then need to, like, right. pull back because that becomes, like, just the other day um, I was working on stuff, and, like, my head was just, like, spinning until I, like, went and I took, like, half an hour in the church and just, like, let my brain settle down. And I was like, okay, you need a break. Because <laughs> this is, like, I was just, like, in too deep. But, yeah, I think, like, creation is something that especially, like, more we're working. And that's, that's what, like, most of our gifts are. Like, that's what a lot of people's gifts You don't think so. Like, my favorite work project recently has been designing... Yeah. A yeah. essentially yeah. a tool to like map out career stuff because I work in HR and it sucks but they've been letting me they want a tool that they don't have and they essentially they <laughs> gave me reins to like start designing it and like how it'll work obviously I can't do like the programming and stuff but that's been super mm. cool and so like even like that ability to create has found its way into my horrible nine to five office job and when it does, it's and when it does, it's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's something that's really standing out. Just like in this conversation, it's just like, yeah, like all of the things, at least for us, all have to do with a like all have a creative element to it. And it's yeah. like I was talking with Miriam, Kate's housemate, and Kate this morning. Um, and we were just talking about pregnancy, and I was just like, <clears throat> it's so crazy that women, like, get to just, like, create life with their bodies. And I was just like, I was like, it, like, that's so cool. Like, yes, yeah. it's it's uncomfortable, it's painful at times, like, it, but it's like, they get to just <clears throat> take part, and God gets to work through them and create life. And yeah. that's just, like, cool. And I think... <clears throat> that's like like god god has like given us these talents these 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 brains and like you can see it throughout history like we create and like we innovate and like we talked about a few weeks ago maybe it's sometimes it's too much like when i don't know when they uh What's what's uh, one thing that we went too far on? I remember seeing uh, recently Barney the dinosaur. <laughs> you just picked the word. Do you remember what? that one recently? They like spliced together like humans and monkeys and like crossbred them in a lab. And I was like, it's oh like we gosh. might need to kill these yeah. ones. Like See, these guys <laughs> might need to die. <laughs> right. That's yeah. too far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's like too far. But I think we've all we've been given like these talents to create yeah i think even like for me now that you're saying that like i think that i like obviously i love to like read things in and tell people about them but i think even deeper than that what i love about it is what we've talked about on this podcast before is like the debate of it and Mm. and debate in the like classical sense that we've talked about like you know all of these ideas in an arena and then together they form something better um, mm. And I love that, like the creative process of conversation and developing new ideas. Mm. But I, I want to get like a little bit theological, <laughs> just a little bit, not too much for the Trophy Husbands podcast. Um, <laughs> but I read a I read a book by 
by John McComer. Who else? Hey, didn't he follow um, you on Instagram? <laughs> your latest, yeah, yeah, your latest Instagram <laughs> a, fake, a fake John McComer account followed me on Instagram. I, whoever the, this hacker is knows their audience. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, I read this book, and it's called Garden City. Um, and he wrote it uh, a few years ago. But it was really interesting. It was a theology of work and rest. And the whole idea was like, God created the Garden of Eden and put uh, mankind in it. And his first, like one of his first commands to them was like, have dominion over the earth and subdue it. Um, and kind of the point that he makes is like, the Garden of Eden when it was created was this beautiful like paradise, but it was wild. Um, the mm. creatures hadn't been named, the gardens needed to be tended to. Um, it was wild and it was untamed. And God's sort of command there and like have dominion over the earth and subdue it was like, go into the garden and create culture out of it and turn this garden into a city. Um, And the the point that he makes is at the end of the book in Revelation, like at the end of the Bible in Revelation, um, the garden has been transformed into a city. And when you read the book of Revelation and the description of the New Jerusalem, it still has elements of this, of it being like a garden, but culture has been created out of it. Like, architecture and music and all of this stuff like the like our work of creation quote unquote um is to take what god has created and rearrange it and um Mm. like bring something beautiful out of it whether you're like a barista at a really hipster coffee shop or a really terrible coffee shop or (laughs) starbucks like i used to be um (laughs) or you're a carpenter whatever like my brother-in-law is a carpenter and um like the the joy that i get from his joy like he'll come over with this thing that he's made out of like some fancy wood that i know nothing about but he makes me smell it and smells really good and whatever he's built just like looks really incredible and it's just like this is like to me this is like oh this is us imaging god um god the creator Mm. through the work of our hands um and the one of the things that john mark homer says at the end of the book is he's like He's like, this is 100% my opinion. Like, there's not really a theological basis behind this. But this is just, like, something that I thought about that would be cool. Is he's like, I think there's a there's a chance that in heaven, um, in the New Jerusalem, like, everything good that humanity has created, like, all of the culture that we have mm-hmm. created throughout history will be present in heaven, but in perfection. So he, like, he talks about it, like, I could see myself being in heaven, like, flying on a jet plane, drinking a f- oat flat white and reading poetry by Hemingway. You know what I mean? But like mm. all of that perfected. And that was just like, a, it was a beautiful image to think about. Like, cause so often I, I think of heaven as like this sort of weird abstract concept, but it was a cool, like it was a cool thought exercise to just be like, wow, like the work that we are doing matters now and maybe even in eternity. Mm. I mean, the fact that this man thinks an oat flat white is the pinnacle of beverages is <laughs> rather insane. <laughs> But hey, I, I would, I would think that an oat the, flat white is the pinnacle of coffee. Oh, the pinnacle. Okay, of coffee. Of maybe. coffee. Oh, I, I love, coffee. I love oat flat whites. I'm a big, big fan. I think, I think, yeah. And like you mentioned, the Garden of Eden, and like even in Genesis, which I know is like a, um, it's it's the creation story, but in it, and a lot of it is allegorical. Yeah. Yes, yeah. In it, God calls. Adam, and he tells him to name each of the animals. And so Adam Mm. takes part of the creative act in giving and assigning names to the animals in Genesis. 
And I think that's like, I've always looked at that and been like, cool, I wish I could have been Adam and done that or been part of that creative act and kind of excluded myself from it. But now, I, and, and it's only coming out like through this conversation, this like realization of like, oh shoot, like we, we are still doing them. Like, we know we're not naming animals, but like, but like, I'm, I'm taking part of like, even, even something as simple as like cooking broccoli in the kitchen. Like I am creating a meal to feed, uh, my, my beautiful fiance with. And it's just like, I get to do that and I get to create stuff. And that you think we aren't still naming animals but <laughs> well, I know like, not, like do you not name your family cat pee pee poo poo <laughs> you're continuing Adam's work my friend and living up to his legacy I might add <laughs> possibly possibly outdoing him <laughs> you know, that, there's no theological backing uh, that. It's just my there. opinion, but yeah, they won't yeah. be calling them cats in heaven. <laughs> that's all I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, should we uh, should we land this plane? I think so. I think so. I like it, it. This conversation has taken such a great turn. Um, I like it. Yeah, I think it like it, it brings me a lot of joy. And like you said, it brings me a lot of joy to hear about other people talk about their joys and what brings them joy, but also just experiencing it myself and and it moving me to tears as well. Um, yeah, it's just incredible. I can't wait to eat your tacos, Sam. I I, really can't. I can't wait to make them. Again. <clears throat> like they're just gonna oh they're gonna be great. Yeah, let's uh, let's move on to our segments. Um, so mine is about Fidel Castro uh, and about the numerous... Justin Trudeau's dad. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> uh, uh, it, about the numerous uh, assassination attempts that the CIA tried to uh, to do do him in for so he was the uh, president of cuba and we all know the cuban missile crisis and like how the u.s didn't want nuclear missiles near their country and so they they're like no you're not allowed to have nuclear missiles and russia was trying to sneak them on anyways that's a whole big thing and so instead of trying to befriend fidel castro who was a potential communist at this point they tried to kill him and set up their own U.S. friendly uh, government. And so they knew that he liked to go snorkeling. And so what they did is plant bombs in clams and shells, hoping that he would snorkel, pick them up, bring them back to shore, and he'd get blown up. Um, they tried to... Wow. The good old poison pen trick... Uh, they tried to poison him with a pen. Um, a poisonous cigar was another one. An explosive cigar, because Fidel Castro is Cuban, and he, he smoked a lot of nice Cuban cigars, and so they tried a number of whack assassination attempts. Wow. And uh, none of them were successful, and he was president until 2008. 
I admire like their yeah. Looney Tunes commitment to this. They're like, yeah, how can we do this? Snipers? Nah. nah. We'll drop an anvid as you watch the <laughs> Quicksand. Uh, yeah. Order a box of Acme explosives. Put them in clamshells. Wait for him to go scuba diving. Like, this is bananas. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, uh, I can go next, but uh, I am going to need a timer for this one. Okay, so this one's from BuzzFeed. Some some highbrow stuff here. I'm glad called... you're finally leveling up your journalistic tools, James. <laughs> <laughs> so this article is called 14 Specific Things People Commonly Accept as Fact But Are Actually False. Mm. And I'm just going to go through them until my time runs out. <laughs> one... That gum stays in your stomach for seven years if you swallow it. It doesn't. It moves through your digestive system, and then you poop it out. Two, you'll catch a cold if you go outside, and it's cold. That's just not true. Polygraph tests can actually detect lying. There's no evidence that they actually work. Carrots make your vision better. They have vitamins that promote eye health, but they're no different from most foods with these vitamins. You will get warts if you touch a frog. No, you won't. Warts are caused by HPV. The heart is on your left side. Nope, it's actually slightly left of center. Just like me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, seven. Scratching poison ivy spreads the infection. It doesn't. Ah. People only use 10% of their brain. This is not true. <laughs> Buying a car is the best way to build credit. I don't know anything about that. Shaving your beard makes it grow back thicker. This is untrue. Yeah. Antibiotic. Okay. Ah. Great. Thanks. I love, the, I love the brain power one. I saw a comment on that about the internet. They were like, yeah, sometimes people use 100% of their brain. It's called having a seizure. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like if your brain was firing like yeah. that, you would just be like dying. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, so my album this week is just one I love. It's just great, and it brings me joy to listen to. It's Asia by Steely Dan. A-J-A. Not... A-S-I-A A-J-A um, The title track especially It's like 8 or 10 minutes of just like Great And I still remember the first time I listened to it And just like ooh, Like the the keys And the drumming And the guitar Like each one is just like going insane and Sometimes that's too much But I, I just love it So that's what I'm going with Alright yeah, lovely. So good. Do we? Uh... Didn't Josh Bruce give us a? Uh, oh, he. Oh, a qualifying snap. idea. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I can't remember what okay, it is I though. I found it. I found this in a note. Uh, so I have a note for the podcast, and I had a sentence typed out. I had no idea what it meant. Uh, but this is from Josh Bruce, and he says, <laughs> "Okay, um, who." It's been the longest since the last time they played Dungeons and Dragons. Oh shoot! I played oh. in Ireland. Oh, dude, we played like last like, week. So two, <laughs> James two, and I played like is, last oh, week. Oh yeah. This is a this is a tie oh, for okay. us. Yeah. Wait, so it's who is who? It's who is been the longest. longest. He just wanted to, he just wanted oh, so to I give I, you a win because we were playing with him. He knew we were playing. Oh, oh, what a. Oh. Sam, yeah. Oh, so Sam wins. Yeah, Sam has played in like I four played years. Like yeah. And we played like last week. Congratulations, my dude. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. 
All right, so that wraps us up for this week. It is nearly Christmas time over here, so we're going to say we're ho-ho hopping off of this. Oh, gosh. <laughs> podcast. And going on the trophy case. Jesus, have mercy on us. He's <laughs> out. Goodness. Pray for Sam. Pray for Sam, everybody. Trophy Husbands is hosted and executive produced by Samuel Wynn, James Pereira, and Joseph Dunham. Sound and editing is done by Samuel Wynn. Theme song provided by Jake Duval, found on Instagram at the Groovy Smoothie. All characters and events depicted in this work are fictitious. Any similarity to actual persons living or dead is purely coincidental.